0: Hey guys, so welcome again to the Facebook Marketing Ninja podcast. I'm excited to be here one more time. I know I did a podcast a couple of days ago talking about a webinar that we have coming up this next Thursday on the subject of Amazon. If you are an Amazon seller, you should check that out because uh, we're going to be holding a webinar on March 7th by my great friend Jason Flatland. It's going to be on the subject of how to build a successful Amazon business um, in this incredible world. It's a four-step formula to building a profitable and successful Amazon business from scratch. So check that out. If you want to sign up, you still have time. If you're listening to this or watching this before... March seven, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. You can still go ahead and sign up right now and you'll check that out. But officially, I haven't done a podcast since February 7th. Wow, that is a world of time. It's almost a month since my last podcast. There's been a lot going on and we're not going to get into those details. But as you guys know, I run a marketing agency and these guys keep me really busy and I have to keep on working hard and delivering seminars and traveling the world and doing all those things that obviously I'm passionate about. Isn't it fun to be alive in this era? Isn't it something that it's, a, it's something that It's so exciting to be a part of this unique era in which we can communicate to the world and build businesses. And it's all so much fun because you can, whatever dreams that you had when you were growing up, for the first time right now, they are within the arm's reach because we have the social media era. Social media doesn't make us better. It just gives us more communication. Uh, it gives us more access to populations, to people, to eyeballs, to potential buyers. That's all it is. So whatever ability we had before social media just gets multiplied about 100 times because the effect that it's having around society. So that's what it's all about. So today, I'm going to talk about something that is really important, which is finding your audience on Facebook, but not only finding your audience, using the Facebook data so you can find your audience a ideal audience overall and i'm going to briefly talk about that if you've been following my podcast for a while you know that i've covered this before i talked about the subject of finding an audience on facebook many many times before um if you want to check out an earlier episode that you need to listen to on the facebook uh advertising side of things it's one that i did on august 9 2018 so you should go back and check that out that one is called exploring Facebook objectives, because today we're going to talk about the next step after you have selected what objective you're trying to accomplish. So if you need to go back and refresh and go and check that episode out, go and listen to it, because in on that one, I talk about the first step, which is finding out what you need to do. What is the thing that you're trying to accomplish? You're trying to get messages, generate leads, sales, branding, Based on that, you select that first step, which is the objective. And then we talk about the next step, which is finding your audience on Facebook. Now, let me tell you what's important about audiences on Facebook. There's actually more than one type of audience. To be exact, to be precise, there's three types of audiences on Facebook. And that's it. You either have something that Facebook calls a core audience. I'll explain that in a second. Today's podcast is going to be all about that one, that particular one, which is a core audience. Or you have something that's called a lookalike audience, or you have something called a custom audience. Here's a very quick recap on those three. Number one, core audience. Core audience is equal to Facebook data. So core audience is all, that, uh, all those audiences that Facebook is giving you data about what they like, their interests the age demographics, their income level based on IRS data, we'll talk about that in a second, based on where they live, their zip codes, et cetera, pages that they like, things that they like to do, whether they shop online or they're only window shoppers, whether they have been around for a long time on Facebook or they recently got an account or whether they use Instagram or Facebook, are they married, single, do they have kids, do they like animals? All that stuff is core data core information about an audience that Facebook has been accumulating for many, many years because you gave them permission to accumulate this data. That's just the way it is. Facebook, as part of the user agreement, has permission to accumulate data about what you do on the platform. The platform is owned by them, not by you. So because of that, you are giving them information all the time, giving them information all the time. When you go to a website and you purchase something on your website, Keep in mind on another website, keep in mind that that website usually has a little snippet of code called the Facebook pixel that is shooting that data as to what you're doing on that website back to Facebook. And Facebook uses that data to further uh, help other marketers find audiences. Not only that, even you as the brand, as the one with the code in it. um, You can use it to find something that Facebook calls a lookalike audience, which again, Let's segue into the next type of audience, which is a lookalike audience. A lookalike audience is an audience based on people that are similar to your audiences that are important to you. For example, if you have a customer list, you can give that to Facebook with emails, with phone numbers, and with names, and in a format like a CSV file or an Excel file. You give it to Facebook, and you tell Facebook, Facebook, I want to find people that are like these people here. Uh, like my customers, people that purchase from me that are part of my subscription. I want to find these people and please help me uh, get as close as possible to my ideal audience. And they do something, they hash the data, they connect it with other sources of information, and now they help you find people that are like your customers. They connect six common traits, six common traits with other people. And now you have a lookalike audience that's based on your data, the other audience. So we got just to recap, we got the, um, core audience, Facebook's data. We have the lookalike audience based on your data. And then we have the custom audience. Custom audience is your data. Custom audiences are, for example, people that are your friend's uh, in your Facebook page, your followers of your Facebook page. Also your email list is a custom audience. Also, people that consume your videos is another custom audience. People that are sending you messages on Messenger is another custom audience. Uh, People that have engaged with your Facebook page or engaged with your Instagram profile. People that have engaged overall with you on any of the Facebook family owned apps becomes your custom audience. So those are the three types of audiences. So what do we got? We got the custom audience, we got the lookalike audience, and we got the core audience. Those three audiences are all really valuable. Some of them are going to work better in some cases, and some of them are going to work worse. In some other cases, it really does depend. I can tell you, for example, the lookalike audiences and the um, core audiences equals Facebook data. These audiences are meant to be audiences to find top of the funnel audiences, meaning people that are not aware of who you are and what your services do. The ones in the middle, which are the custom audiences, are the ones that you want to use to retarget, to generate new purchases, to keep people active, to get people to become brand ambassadors and connect with you even further, to sell a higher up on the value ladder um, service that you have to offer. Those are your custom audiences, the ones that are hottest and that would actually purchase things from you already or engage or provide their contact information are the actual custom audiences that have engaged with you to a certain degree by watching videos, by messaging your page, all that stuff. All of these audiences you can actually create by going to your business manager on Facebook, business.facebook.com, and going to the drop down menu and going to audiences. And when you go to audiences, in there, you can create a custom audience, a lookalike audience. You can create all kinds of audiences. Now, that's a summary of the three types of audiences that you have access to in the Facebook world. Let's talk about now, particularly, let's get micro into one of the most important of those audiences. And that is the core audience. The core audience is Facebook's data. And this has gotten better every step of the way. So let's talk about that right now. If you go to your business manager, if you go to business.facebook.com, if you go to your business manager right now and you go to, you create your objective and you select your uh, audience and um, I'm I'm sorry, you select your objective. What are you trying to accomplish? Uh, Are you trying to get messages? Are you trying to generate purchases? Are you trying to generate leads, branding, video views, engagement? What are you trying to accomplish? Once you select that on the ads manager, which, which is where you create all your ads, the next step of the process of creating an ad is selecting your audience. On your audience step, there's a lot of things in there. You can select uh, if you want to turn people to your website. Uh, what is the, um, the demographics? Are you looking for a certain age range? Are you going to go after a custom audience? Are you going to select males or females only? What country are you going to target? But this is what we're going to talk about a little bit more right now. And this is what I'm going to concentrate the rest of this podcast. There is a section called detailed targeting. This section called detail targeting is a very, very important section. And you can see it on your business manager very easily in here that once you've selected your objective, the detail targeting is going to have a section where you can actually go ahead and browse. When you see that option right there, you're gonna see a section that says browse. And uh, once you hit that, it opens up three sub uh, menus. One of them is demographics. The other one is interest and the other one is behaviors. All of these areas right here, all of them, the ones that belong in the detail targeting are all based on Facebook's core data, the data that has been given to us by Facebook and their accumulation of data throughout the years of the user being connected with their platforms. Remember, Facebook is not just a blue icon. Facebook is Instagram, Messenger, Stories on Instagram, stories on Facebook, Facebook marketplace, Facebook groups, all that data is accumulated about a user throughout their existence on the platforms and all the family of apps connected to the Facebook world. So they have a lot of information and this information is not gray hat or black hat. This information has been accumulated in a white hat way by the Facebook system. Facebook is a free platform. They don't charge users to make money with it. They don't charge users to actually um, use the platform. They make money with the advertisers. The actual clients are not the users, but the advertisers, us. So in exchange for being able to use the platform, connect with family members, friends from a long time, and to use this incredible platform. All they ask in return is permission to accumulate your personal information along the way so they can help you connect with brands that you are likely to be interested in based on what you've shown to be interested in overall and your behaviors on the online world. That makes sense, right? I think it does. People complain about Facebook and they complain about this and that. uh, Mark Zuckerberg went to Congress and they didn't even understand what the business model was all about. And he had to uh, basically explain to the Congressman, Mr. Congressman, we can run this platform for free because we sell advertising. We are a company that survives through the advertising sold in it. Without advertising being sold, we wouldn't even exist. YouTube was not attacked. Google was not attacked, but it's the same thing. If Google didn't have advertising, they wouldn't exist. That's what Facebook makes. Uh, uh, That's why they make what they make. That's why they are the powerhouse that they are because they sell advertising. And you listening to this podcast right now, watching this video, you know that's exactly what we're talking about here. They are trying to make money through advertising, but... If they don't provide value to people, if they don't show them ads that they are likely to be interested in, they're going to affect the user experience and overall affect dramatically the actual engagement on the platform, and they're not going to be able to sell advertising as well. So user experience for them is really important. So how do we get this core data? How do we use Facebook's information and try to make Facebook a partner for us so we can actually find an audience that is going to be interested in what we have to offer at the top of the funnel. Remember, these audiences of core audiences are top of the funnel audiences. You're trying to find people that are likely to be interested in your message based on their behavior and their interest in social media across a family of apps. When you click on the demographics, if you go to detail targeting, you select your objective, messages, uh, video views, et cetera. And then you go to the detailed targeting section, which is your next step on the ads manager on business.facebook.com. You're gonna open up demographics and you can see all the incredible options in here. So let's talk about a couple of them. We have education. In here, you can actually target fields of education. You can target education level. For example, if you wanna try to reach people that are college graduates, people that have a doctorate degree, people that have high school graduation. For example, on Facebook, out of, uh, we got an active population of 200 um, something million people in the United States. There's 2.2 billion people worldwide. There's 284 million people based on Facebook data that have confirmed that they have graduated from high school. If we actually select that, and let's see if we go to the United States, In United States, there's 39 million people that have confirmed that they have graduated from high school, 39 million people. Now let's uh, change that option and let's select people that got a doctorate degree. These are people that have graduated to the next level. Not that much. There's 850,000 people that say that they confirmed to Facebook that they actually got a doctorate degree. Makes sense, much smaller number, because these people are way less than the ones that actually graduated from high school. If you wanna talk about a a college graduate, I'm gonna tell you how many. Facebook has an audience size of 72 million people that graduated from college. So out of 220 million active people in the United States, there's 72 million of them that told Facebook throughout their relationship that they actually graduated from college. All right. So that's gonna say that's gonna put us at one out of every three people out there say that they graduated from college overall. So let's see if we change that. Yep, that seems about right. United States, right. So if we go and we extend that and we go to Canada, let's see what happens with the audience size overall. Because at the top right, you're gonna be able to see the audience change as you select more options. For example, we had in United States 72 million people that are college graduates. But now if we add Canada, we have 80 million people that are college graduates. So what does that mean? It means that Facebook found another 8 million people in Canada that confirmed they were college graduates. You might be asking, well, Manuel, what's the purpose of that? Why am I trying to uh, reach these people? Well, let's say that you're offering a job position and that requires that somebody has to have a high school graduation. Make sure that if if, if they didn't graduate college, that uh the job requires that they have a college degree right make sure that if you're doing a targeting you know you have uh that segmented out so to make sure that because it's a prerequisite a college degree that you can do that overall uh another example will be let's talk about another example over here i'm going to go ahead and eliminate canada and we're going to go back over here to detail targeting and let's go back to browse on the demographics we also have financial Financial is a very, very powerful one right now. This is new. Let me tell you why. Because if you have a high ticket item, let's say something that costs $2,000, why would you target people that are making $50,000 or less? Household income. It doesn't make sense, right? If you have a a high end product, let's say a clothing line, which is a high quality brand overall, make sure that you target the income demographics that are going to match that customer uh, base overall. So for example, if you're looking at promoting Walmart related products that are affordable, target related products, affordable products, then you can actually go after the population that has a lower household income. So Facebook has this data from the IRS, directly from the IRS. This is all public information. For example, you can actually target people that have a household income in the top 10% of the zip codes in the United States. So if you select that option over here, it's going to show me that I have a total of 26 million people that belong to the top 10% of zip codes. So those are the ones that I'm trying to reach if I have a higher ticket. If I have an even higher ticket, let's say that I'm looking for investors to invest in my project and I'm trying to give them an opportunity, but it requires that they have hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, check this out. We can actually target the household income top. 5% of the zip codes, and that goes down now to a total of 26 million people overall. So just to give you an idea of how this whole thing works. So overall, guys, you can actually keep on adjusting your targeting like this. If you want to, actually, I gave you a wrong number on that one. I want to take away the top 10% and I only want to have the top 5% of the zip codes. That's going to be 12 million people versus 26 million people. So instead of 26 million people, if I want to go after the top 5% of zip codes, it brings it down to 12 million people overall. Now, let's say that I want to have the, not the top one, but... Out of all these levels, the lower income demographics. Well, I want to go to the top 25% to 50% of sickles in the United States. We're talking about 20. uh, And this particular example is 39 million people. You guys get the idea, right? This data can help you based on what your product or service is. Find an audience that is more likely to be interested in your brand, be interested in your service, and you can actually now convert. The most important thing on Facebook advertising, senior to everything else, Facebook and Instagram advertising, social media overall, is talking to the right audience. If you don't talk to the right audience, you will not be able to win the social media game. If you try to advertise a weight loss product to skinny people, if you try to advertise a hair growth formula to somebody with a head full of hair, you're going to lose every single penny because in reality, Facebook advertising is about the user experience and Facebook will spend your money, but you will not sell, sell anything because you didn't talk to the right people. So if we keep going over here with the demographics, you can talk to people that have an anniversary coming up uh, in 30 days, or they had an anniversary 31 to 60 days ago. You can also talk to people that have been away from their family. For example, if we go and we target people that are away from their family, check this out. Facebook knows that there's 53 million people in the United States away from their family. So imagine that. If you wanna target people that, uh, let's say that you're in a disco, right? You're in a disco, uh, you have a bar you want to promote, you have a restaurant that is kind of like a nightlife, and you want to target people that are single men or people that are single women, and you want to get them to show up to your thing. If they are away from their family, there's a higher likelihood of them being interested in visiting you. Does that make sense? Because family people are not that interested in a party life. So if Facebook has data about somebody being away from their family, Why don't you use that to your advantage and try to get them to be interested in whatever thing you're offering it could be a night out it could be a weekend party it could be a getaway it could be something but these people are likely to be more connected away from the hometown that's another one right uh birthdays check this out you can talk to people that have a birthday in april in december in June every single month. So for example, if you want to target people and offer them a 20% discount because it's their birthday month and talk to them, you can do that. Hey, uh, it's uh, right now March and I want to say happy birthday. Um, I know this is your birthday month. In exchange for that, I want to make sure that I give you the best possible offer. Here's 25% for you in your birthday month. Guys, do you realize how ninja this is? This is a golden, golden opportunity for us because this platform has presented to us something that no other platform had ever even envisioned ever in history when it comes to being able to find our audience and communicate to our audience based on the data that they already have and that has been communicated to them overall. We are able to use that data to our advantage. For example, birthday month, uh, upcoming birthday, somebody has an upcoming birthday, for example, somebody that has a birthday in um, in a following month or, or something like that, you can actually say like, hey, we know your birthday is coming up. Uh, I got something special for you. You can talk to them like that because it's based on Facebook account data. So it is accurate information, all right? It just keeps on getting better and better. I think you guys get an idea on how insane this is. And let me tell you one thing. Most people do not understand the opportunities of this. For example, here's another section, close friends of men with a birthday in zero to seven days. What? Guys, does it make sense now? Do you know that you can actually have a list of close friends on Facebook? And Facebook wants you to be able to, um, there's nothing that is coincidence as to what Facebook does. They have been accumulating data about who are your close friends throughout years. So because of that, you can actually target people and offer them to buy a present for their friends. Hey, your friend has a birthday coming up. Uh, Make sure that you get get them a present. Here's a 20% gift card, 20% off on this gift card that you can give them, et cetera, right? Close friends of people with birthdays in a month. Close friends of people with birthdays in a week. Friends of recently moved people. Friends of newly engaged people. Check that out. Friends of newly engaged people. Long distance relationships, what? Facebook knows that, how cool is that? Somebody that found a new job, this is all here. New relationship, somebody that engaged in the last one year. For example, if you have a um, wedding party service that you actually are a wedding coordinator, well, check this out. Newly engaged in the last three months, newly engaged in the last six months. For example, if I select newly engaged in the last six months, let me tell you how many people it shows up. Facebook is telling me that there's 1.2 million people that engage in the last six months in the United States. So let's say, if we say that uh, women, let's see how what happens with that number. There is a total of 650,000 people, 650,000 people that engage, uh, got engaged in the last six months, females. And there is a total of Five hundred eighty thousand people that engage, male that uh, uh, males that engage in the last six months. So, if you have one of those businesses that offers something that can save uh, services, people can cater to these people that recently engage. That is a great opportunity for you to be able to use that Facebook core data overall. And it goes, guys. The list goes on and on and on. For example, politics. If you are looking for people that are liberal, conservative moderate very conservative very liberal parents people that are uh, parents of uh, children zero months to 12 months uh, 18 to 26 years old zero, uh, six to eight years old three to five years old all that data has been accumulated by facebook let's look at one example If you're looking for, let's say that you have a book that teaches uh, parents how to take care of their teens and tweens. Well, if you can target parents with teenagers, there's 3.6 million men, and there's a total of 9.2 million people, including females that have teenagers ages 13 to 18 based on Facebook's data. Are you guys getting blown away or what? Are you guys getting the picture of the power of this? This is again, Facebook's core data for top of the funnel audiences overall. And again, it just keeps on getting better and better and better. One thing that Facebook recently launched, uh, and that is the employers. You can actually target employers of corporations, employers of IBM, employers of all these kinds of corporations, even Apple. For example, if I select employees of Apple, Uh, employees of Apple, not employers, I'm sorry. Uh, If you select employees of Apple, there's 13,000 people in the United States that have their data on Facebook that they claim that they're employees of Apple. So if you're trying to find decision makers within Apple, is there a better way to do this? If you're trying to sell a software to IBM, is there a better way to do this? People ask me all the time, should I do LinkedIn ads or should I do Facebook ads? LinkedIn ads are powerful, but the platform is not really that great, even though it's niche market for business to business. But Facebook, since you have the ability to target employees off, you wouldn't have to go anywhere else because people are using it. I use Facebook all the time. Decision makers use Facebook all the time, and it's actually a powerful way for you to find these audiences that are going to be interested in what you have to offer. You can target industries, administrative services, computation and mathematics. You can target um, over here on this core audience section, you can target job titles, CEOs, um, finance officers. You can target uh, IT departments. All that stuff is in there based on what you search. And again, it's all super user friendly for you to be able to find it overall for example, let's say that you're looking for relationship status, people that have recently gotten married, um, they are divorced, they are, uh, let's say, that, for example, you're, um, you have the, south, the app Tinder and you're building the next Tinder overall. Well, you can find people that have recently been divorced, people that are single, people that are uh, separated and try to target them and try to get a message out there about your app and your service overall. You see, the, you see where I'm going here? For example, you can target people that are uh, widowed, uh, single, married in a relationship, divorced, complicated on a civil union. All that data is in there, again, based on data that you have given to Facebook along the way, every step of the way. And we haven't even got started with like another section. I'm not going to get too deep into it because I think that you guys need to get in it and start looking at what I'm talking about and start going over that and clicking the different things and analyze what is my business and what type of customer is going to be interested in what I have to offer. And based on that, do some tests and grab one of those audiences and test it out. I would say that you grab anywhere from five to 10 distinct audiences and do a test to find out where you can get the lowest cost for your objective. If you're trying to get messages, where can you get the lowest cost per message? If you're trying to get purchases, where can you get the lowest cost per purchase? If you're trying to get website visitors, where can you get the lowest cost per website click? So that's what you're trying to find out. And your audience, the lowest cost determines which one is the winning audience overall. So then you have the section with interest, right? In which you can target, you can target uh, business and industry, entertainment. If you open that up, you're going to see if entertaining. They have, uh, they're have. they connected with uh, music, with movies, with television. You can also look at a family and relationships. They are interested in friendship, in motherhood, parenting. You can look at fitness interests, people that are interested in pages related to physical fitness, to running, to yoga, to meditation, to bodybuilding. The list goes on and on. If you look at, for example, hobbies and activities, people that are interested in pets, in home and garden, in travel, in vehicles, that data keeps on going and going and going. Shopping and fashion. There's a section right here, which I've been using for a long time, which um, if I open up shopping and fashion, for example, you can look at beauty, you can look at clothing, fashion accessories, shopping, and all that stuff is information that Facebook has that you can use to try to find that audience. And then they have one final section, which is behavior. So again, we have demographics, which is all the entire section that we talked about. We have interests, and then we have behaviors. The behaviors one, guys, that's power. Because, for example, if you go to anniversary, you got an anniversary within sixty-one and ninety days. If you go to digital activities, for example, on this one, you can find people that have um, paid for things on Facebook in the last thirty days, ninety days, etc. If you want to access decision makers. You can also go to Facebook page admins and you can target people that are Facebook page admins. For example, if you're trying to run an agency and you're trying to get uh, people to help so you can advertise, um, help them advertise their services, why don't you target Facebook page admins? That's something that could be powerful because Facebook page admins generally are the ones that created the page or have a high ranking status on a Facebook page, and they are going to want to take their Facebook page to the next level. So you can do that. Operating system use, primary email domain. Check that out. You can actually target people that are Gmail users, Hotmail users, Apple email users. Whoa. Expats, you can target people that lived in Algeria, that lived in Argentina, uh, people that lived in Argentina, in Australia, in Belgium. You can target people that used to live on different locations and now they live here. For example, if somebody lived in Argentina and now they live here and you have a um, Leonel Messi, uh, the football player, shirts to sell, well, don't you think that's going to be effective if you can talk to them like, hey, you're probably a Lionel Messi fan. I have this discount going on on this particular shirt. Let me show you what it is about. Uh, in the United States, we're proud to be Argentinians. If you talk to people directly, if you actually communicate to them, that's how you get the most results. Are you guys getting excited about this? I sure as heck am because that list goes on and on and on. Again, if you tell me that you tried everything with Facebook and it didn't work, guys, it's not that Facebook didn't work. This is the fact. You didn't work. Period, end of story. That's what we got. Mobile device user, you can target people that have used uh, are using Android, uh, Facebook, um, mobile tablets. You can target people that are have uh, Wi-Fi connections, etc. Right? Purchase behavior, guys, pay attention to this one. This is an important one. Check it out. Since Facebook has a lot of data out there that uh, you want to be able to uh, use for your own advantage, Facebook knows who buys stuff and who doesn't buy stuff. So if you have an e-commerce business, you gotta make sure that you use purchase behavior all the time because there's a lot of people on Facebook that never buy anything. They just browse on all websites. They browse on websites, they browse on other places, but they never browse on, uh, they never buy anything on websites. So there's an option called purchase behavior and that's for engaged shoppers. If you select that one right there, you're gonna be able to see 81 million people in the United States that are actively buying stuff online. So that's one out of every three people on Facebook, not all of them. So if you wanna sell products, make sure that engaged shoppers is always, always selected because that way you are have a likely tenden- tendency, you are likely to find people that are gonna be willing to buy your products online. If you don't select that, you have a much less chances of converting because most people out there, two out of every three of them are not buying things on websites out there in social media overall they are generating leads they are going to seminars but they're not used to buying stuff on e-commerce overall and then uh again this is not the end of it i want to guy i want i wanted to just wake you up to the opportunities uh in here you even have a whole if you're a travel agency you can uh, uh target frequent travelers people that um frequently uh, travel all over the world, or they they return from travel two weeks ago, uh, they return from travels a week ago, all that stuff and all that data is accessible to you. And it's time for you to start getting it into practice. The most important element to your Facebook advertising will undoubtedly always be, always, 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 finding your audience. And again, just to recap, we talked about the three types of audiences. We got the Facebook core audience, which we explained today. We have the custom audience, which is based on your data, people that are watching your videos, engaging with your page, Facebook fans, your email list, your message page, a list, all those people. And then you have the actual lookalike audience in which you can grab one of those custom audiences and have Facebook find you people that are like those people that are converting on your page, generating leads, uh, people that are purchasing actions from you, uh, purchasing things from you, and that's basically a lookalike audience that you can use to scale, which is the only one that I use to sell, the custom audience, because I like to sell things to people that are already connected with my content. If they're not, I wait, and I connect them first. I have them see what we do, our message, I give them something of value first, and then I sell them something. So lookalike audiences and core audiences are audiences to put in the top of the funnel. If you want to convert somebody at those uh, stages of the funnel up there, it has to be such a great offer that is irresistible. Otherwise, these people do not. And I repeat, they do not. Engage with your brand and they don't buy stuff from you. Not a first contact. People must see your face many times, at least seven times, based on the numbers that we're seeing, before they trust you enough. There is a, there's an old rule in advertising called the rule of seven. People don't trust you unless they've seen you seven times. Now, social media, we can make that faster. Maybe on the third or fourth point of contact, they can actually buy stuff from you. But overall, persistency is the key. And sometimes you have to pay quite a bit to acquire a customer. But well, once you acquire it, you can now start using that customer over and over every single month and providing value and getting money in exchange and then use that customer to help you find new audiences that now you can scale in turn. All right. I hope that makes sense. I hope that you like that uh, this lesson. I'm gonna start talking about uh, more practical stuff in the upcoming uh, podcast sessions. Uh, if you guys have some feedback, please give me some feedback. I would love to hear your thoughts on what you're learning so far. If you go to m.me forward slash the Ninja Marketer, uh, it's my messenger channel there. You can answer questions. And usually either me or one of my team members will get back to you. If you want to get started with the Facebook ads, mini courses, and you haven't done them yet, you can go to Manuel forward slash mini courses and get started with those courses right away, because they're going to be essential for you to get started into this world. And you're going to be able to see me sharing my screen and showing you what we do and how I do what I do every single day for my agency in which we're spending a month or more in advertising across several accounts so we have a lot of data and we use it for you to be able to uh, take your game to the next level and I teach it to you overall so get those mini courses done and if you're interested in becoming an Amazon seller or taking your Amazon game to the next level we have a webinar coming up March 7th in a couple of days if you're listening to this after that I apologize there will be other webinars in the future Um, But again, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And uh, I will see you guys on the next podcast. You guys are awesome.